Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be reviewing Barbie and Princess and the Pop Star, Finding Nemo 3D, and the Titanic. Plus, we will be talking about the 2013 Kids First Film Critic Search campaign. So right now, I have with me the adorable Morgan, and we are going to be talking about Barbie, Princess, and the Pop Star. So how are you doing today, Morgan? I am doing very well, and how are you doing? I am doing very well as well. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this film? This film is about a pop star and a princess. So as you know, the princess is a blonde and the pop star is a brunette. But what is about this is like, the princess dreams of being a pop star, and the pop star dreams of being a princess. When the two meet, they actually magically trade places. And I wish I had these like magical hairbrushes and magical microphones and just like spin them around me and then just change magically with the like, different self. I feel like that would be pretty awesome too if you could just like transform into someone else for like a day and just like confuse people. That would be so awesome. I feel like I feel like that would be so cool. Or if you had a twin, I feel like I would just confuse people a lot. So, what did you think of this movie? I think this movie was fantastic. There was awesome. like There was like a bunch of different changings and a bunch of glitter, and what Barbie movie is not finished without it? Because, you know, then it's like, oh, this is boring, and Barbie's known for the sparkles and glitter. Absolutely. my um, When my cousin was little, we used to always watch Barbie movies, so, like, I haven't seen any of the recent Barbie movies, but when, um, when we were younger, I used to always go over to her house, and we would watch all of the Barbie movies, and so what is Barbie without glitter and pink, you know? That's her signature. Yeah. So what did you think of the cinematography? I mean, sorry, the visuals in this. I know it's animated. Um, what did you think of the animation in this? 
it was fantastic and they actually had people like doing all these moves and I loved dancing and then like they just made it into a character. I was like da 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 everybody was doing all of those moves and it was fantastic and then they just like changed it into a pre cartoon. Like it was like somebody was dancing and then it turned it into a cartoon which was fantastic with everything and it was adorable that's awesome well it sounds very good so what did you think of the music in this film the music mast was masterly fantastic i say this was amazing yeah and what did you like, like about the, the music so much i liked about the music so much was it would they had like you could be able to sing along with this music and there weren't really big words they were like small and you know simple so i say so that anyone could sing along yeah anybody that's awesome so do you think you have a favorite character or a favorite scene in this movie i do actually have a favorite scene when what is that when a girl the pop star actually finds out about the crystal gardenia and it makes like diamonds it makes diamonds to pay for like schools and stuff so like it's only the families are supposed to know about this in royalty but he's the only one who knows that's awesome and, uh, and it was fantastic it was like cool how it just grew all these like diamonds it was like amazing what flower can possibly grow diamonds? Magic flowers, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a favorite character? Yes, my favorite character is the pop star. And why do you like her the most? Because she's kind of like fun and when she sings, it's pretty different than what her usual voice is. But it's really amazing and it wants you to get up to dance. It makes you want to get up to dance along and have some fun while you're doing it. That's awesome. The character. Yeah, it sounds like definitely, I think it's cool because, you know, the, the two characters kind of look the same, but they have like totally different personalities. And I think that's awesome. You're yeah. listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney. And today we are reviewing Barbie Princess and the Pop Star, Finding Nemo in 3D and the Titanic, Plus, we'll be talking about the 2013 Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign. So right now, I have with me Morgan, and we are talking about the Barbie movie Princess and the Pop Star. And she was just telling me all about her favorite characters and favorite scenes, and it sounds like a very fun, cute movie. So what age group would you recommend this film for? The age group? Yes. My age group is four and up. And the teenagers would love it because you're a teenager and it's like you get up and they would love the music and all the flowers and crystals and glitter. <laughs> and it's awesome. just like cool for teenagers and kids. So you'd recommend it for ages four and up? And you can learn new dance moves. Awesome. I love to dance, so I'm pretty sure that would be cool. Morgan, we should we should just get together and we should watch that and just dance around and have an awesome time. You can I you bet. can be the I princess bet. and I'll be the pop star. <laughs> <laughs>
So how so many stars would you best... give this film? Huh? How many stars would you give this film? I would give it five. Oh my goodness. So you really liked it, didn't you? I did. I watched, ever since I got it, I just watched it like, I can't remember how many times. It was way too many. I, I can't even keep track. I actually love it. I do that a lot. Actually, like, I'll, um, I will, like, get a movie that I really like, whether it's from Ranny or from, like, the Red Box or something, and then I'll watch it so many times, but, like, I'll watch it so many times in one day, and so it's, like, and, like, I never get bored of it either. It's just I watch, like, a movie so many times, and I never get bored of it, and it's awesome. Oh, my gosh, you're exactly like me. Yes. I, like, I'm not one of those kids who, like, you know, I see a movie once. I want to see it more times. And Me don't too. even get bored. It's that's like the hard thing. Uh-huh. That's the hard thing with me when movies come out in theaters because, like, my parents are like, well, I don't want to have to pay for you to go to the movies again. And I'm like, but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think and you then, relate to this movie? I think I do, actually, because I love singing and dancing. Oh, yeah. I would be, like, singing through the whole entire movie. Every word, every lyric. Mm-hmm. And which, which um, character in this movie think, do you think best suits you? Do you think you're more of a princess type or a pop star type? Pop star. Pop star. I could definitely see you up there rocking out. And why do you think you're more of a pop star type? Because I could be able to sing in front of a thousand people name it and i'll do it i'm fearless just awesome. like she is she doesn't care no matter how many people are up there she just cares as long as she gets to dance and sing that's I awesome would it's all about having fun it's not because she's kind of bored at first but then she realizes that it's better and i think i would probably think that's better at first but then in the middle i'd probably get tired and then i'd probably go back and thinking mm-hmm. that it was awesome. Because every pop star needs a little break. Absolutely. It's just like, I'm bored. <laughs> yes, I think you might need a little bit of a break. So, like you said, the two, uh, the princess and the pop star, they switch places. So, are there any challenges when they first switch places? There are are some challenges because she doesn't really understand being royalty so when they first change places then they have to rechange so because she's not used to her aunt's gratitude and how mean she is because she promised her mother that she would raise her to be a proper princess and she does it a little too harshly so then they have to switch back and they said one day they'll be able to switch another, so they had to get training because usually when you're princess, you are not so used to being a pop star, and when you're a pop star, you're not so used to being a princess because you have no idea what it's like. Absolutely, I think. You know, I always say that like it would be so fun to switch lives with someone, but once I think about it, I'd like. I think you know I like my life, and I think I'm good the way I am. So, do you have anything else to add for our audience members who might be interested in this movie? Yes. This is a must-own collection, and I thought that there were dogs that could actually talk, and they were puppies, and they were so cute. 
but so I would it have sounds liked adorable. It. Yeah, I would have liked it if they just had a little bit more of them talking because there was like only when they started to switch places. That's mm-hmm. the only time they talked, and after when they re-switched, you know, and then it's like, oh, now they don't talk anymore. <laughs> All they say is, Rip! and it's like, oh. Yeah, well, it sounds like a must-see movie, so guys, be sure to check out Barbie, Princess, and the Pop Star, as recommended by Morgan. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Duvani, reporting for Kids First, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Raven Devani, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to discuss the coming up 2013 Kids First Film Critics Search campaign, and we have with us again Morgan, 
And the search campaign officially starts October 3rd and ends December 31st at midnight. So me and Morgan are going to be talking a little bit about our experience as Kids First Film Critics and some tips and advice for you guys. So Morgan, how are you again? I am very good. Awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your favorite experience of being a Kids First Film Critic? My favorite experience about being a Kids First Film Critic, well, the experience is really fun because you get to go behind the scenes and actually, like, find out about movies and be able to, like, come and see all these amazing, fantastic movie premieres and be able to interview fabulous people. Like, I've got to interview Cloris Leachman and many more. It's fantastic being a film critic. You would absolutely love it. Absolutely. I think, you know, it's like, the, it's honestly like the best experience of my life. Like, I have been doing it for almost two years now. And I mean, just the fact that I went from, you know, wanting to do acting and wanting to review movies to being able to interview people on the red carpet and host a radio show. Like, I think it's just such an amazing opportunity. And you get to experience so many things that you wouldn't have experienced otherwise. So, Morgan, like I said, um, that is your favorite experience. But what are some other awesome opportunities that kids would get to experience if they became Kids First Film Critics? You could be able to experience the radio show that we're doing right now. It's amazing with all our film critics, like Raven and me. Um, It's amazing with everybody just getting together, Rainy and Cornelius and... Raven and everybody have to say such a thank you because without you this could have never been such amazing fantastic radio show and there this could never been made absolutely I think the radio show is probably one of my most favorite things too because I get to talk to all of the film critics and I get to talk to them and occasionally we get to interview some awesome stars on the radio show good to talk about some awesome movies. So, Morgan, what do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned from being a Kids First film critic? Well, I've learned about all it takes to make movies. To tell you the truth, it's just like, it takes a long time. Because there's the editor, and there's the set, and there's everything that you need to put together. About You have to rehearsal about 10 or 15, about three or four times and mm-hmm. the music music absolutely no because like when we see movies we just go into the theater and we see it and we're done but there's so much work there's like years of work that go into making a movie and you know we have been me and Morgan and all of the other film critics have been able to experience you know a deeper level of seeing you know how these movies are produced and i think something that was really really cool is we got to go um for the kids first boot camp over the summer in 2011, I believe, or two, it was 2012, yes, um, or no, 2011, my years are all mixed up, I'm sorry, anyway, we got to go talk to um, the producers and the animators for The Lion King, 
And I thought there was just, like, one animator, but there are, like, so many different animators. Like, each character has, like, two different animators. So it was, like, a huge production, and it was so crazy for them to, like, talk to us about how they make non-3D movies into 3D movies. It was just, like, there's so much work that goes into it. So I definitely have a deeper understanding for movies and a deeper appreciation. So, Morgan, what do you think is your favorite movie that you've reviewed so far? Wow, the Wild Thornberry movie is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And, and why do you like that one so much? I like it because it's about this girl and she has a secret and most people do not have this secret, but it's fantastic about with everything and how you get to really experience what it's like to talk to animals. That and sounds you, awesome. And Rainy teaches us what you need to look for in our movie reviews and in movies. Absolutely. You are listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and right now we are talking about the 2013 Kids First Film Critics Search campaign, and we will also be reviewing Finding Nemo in 3D and the Titanic. So right now I'm talking with Morgan, and um, Morgan was just saying that Rani has taught us so much about what to look for in our film reviews. So can you tell me the most important thing that you think Randy's ever taught you? Well, can we go back to the other question? You also yeah. need to talk about lighting and you need to talk about shadows because if those get in your way, oh, and sound because if those get in your way, like sound, you need to make sure there's nothing that is powered like, Let's say TV or neighbors or dogs all happen to Or a washing machine. Those will definitely interfere with your <laughs> reviews. <laughs> yeah. Rainstorms. Anything you must look forward and go to those. So make sure that if there's anything, make sure you go on a sound test because always there could be anything that gets in the way. Anything. Absolutely, Morgan's absolutely right. You have to be prepared when you're doing reviews or the radio show even, um, and you have to make sure that you have good lighting and good sound quality because it makes your reviews so much more professional. So that was a pretty important tip to pay attention to. Morgan, do you think you have any other tips for kids that are looking to enter into the competition? Yes. You should send it right away because if you really want to do this, this is fantastic and amazing. And I love it, and it's so much fun, and it makes it fun, because it could be your life, it could be boring, but with this, it could make it fun, and it's really interesting, and it's amazing of experience that you can all do, and it's something that not only one person can do, we can have a lot of people, because this is something fantastic, amazing. I have no idea what to do without this. This is fantastic, and you would love it. Absolutely. And like Morgan said, be sure to enter right away because, you know, there's public voting at first. And so to get as many votes as you possibly can, you got to enter um, as soon as possible because it's like, who wouldn't want to be able to do this? It's so fun. And then um, also... Like Morgan was saying, it is so much fun, but it's definitely a commitment as well. And there's a lot of work that goes into it as well. So, you know, at first, when I first joined um, Kids First, it was hard for me to balance, you know, like hanging out with friends 
and like homework and then also be able to get in my reviews on time and most of it was just me procrastinating like I am such a procrastinator so I'd be like oh no I can just get my review turned in later or oh I'll just turn it in like the day that it's due but then I realized like no you gotta you gotta stick with it and you gotta work hard because it'll pay off you know and so definitely you have to be able to be committed to turning in your reviews on time and showing up for the radio show, things like that. So Morgan, do you think there's been any challenges that you had when you first became a Kids First Film Critic and how you overcame them? It's fantastic how to get all through this is something that you have to do quickly because when you're procrastinating and you're really just like, I don't want to do this. Well, then it's too late and you can't. So it always And it's a big commitment. It's a very thing. It's very, very of an opportunity that you would love to do because there's so much fun in it. And why is it hard? Ask me. Because you have to make sure about everything. And it's hard. And you get to find out what it's like about being an actor or an actress and find out what it really takes to make a set and that you can't do it on your own. Absolutely. And you have to do research. You have to do research so you know everybody's name, every character they play, so you get everything right. Just saying, because if you don't do research, then you're going to Oh, yeah. Go- it's, it's very hard if you don't do research. And I think... One thing that's really helped me with research is um, IMDb, Internet Movie Database. It'll, like, it has everything. It is, like, the best. And like Morgan was saying, it definitely is a lot of work, but honestly, it's so fun that you don't even realize you're working, you know? Like, right now, me and Morgan are working, but, like, I just like talking to Morgan about stuff. So, you know, it doesn't even seem like work, so it's awesome. So, guys, be sure to go to www.kidsfirst.org and check out the 2013 Kids First Film Critics Search campaign and be sure to enter as soon as it starts, which it officially starts October 3rd and ends October, <laughs> ends December 31st at midnight. So enter right away and good luck to you guys. Let's we take a break. What? We can't wait to see them. These are yeah, all we cannot wait to see you guys and we can't wait to welcome you into the Kids First family. So good luck from me and Morgan. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, 
sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attraction. I'm your host, Raven Devani, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And again, we have with us Morgan. So today is like the Morgan and Raven show. And we are going to be talking about the Titanic. And today, Morgan is going to be interviewing me. So it's a little bit of a, of a change up, but it'll be super awesome. So I'll let you take it away, Morgan. So hello, Raven. How are you doing today? And this? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Very good, and I heard you are in Colorado. I am. I am in Colorado. It's awesome here. (laughs) And I hear you're in California, which I bet it's awesome there, too. It is. It's very sunny and hot. (laughs) But, anyway, going to Titanic now. I've never seen this movie before, so can you please tell us a little bit about it and um, tell us what it's really about? Yes, all right. So, as most of you may know, the Titanic was an actual event that happened um, with the sinking of the ship and a crash into the iceberg, and it's very, very tragic. Um, But the movie, The Titanic, is all about what happens when two people from completely different classes, um, Jack, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, who he is just... He is just a fantastic person. Um, and then Rose, played by Kate Winslet. Rose is very, very wealthy. Um, she's in first class, and she's traveling with her mother and her fiancé and all of their servants and everything. And Jack, just by chance, um, wins a ticket in a lucky game of gambling. and um, Or poker, I mean. And um, 
they end up meeting each other and they fall in love even though it's totally like against the rules for a very very wealthy high class person to fall in love with a third class peasant pretty much and they fall in love and then the titanic sinks and it's so tragic and um it's just it's such a fantastic movie it's i mean it's the best movie ever i'm i'm just going to say it right now that's like my all time favorite movie so what's your favorite character and your favorite scene Oh gosh. I I mean for my favorite scene I think the entire movie is amazing. I have I have three favorite scenes, so I'll tell you about them. Um I think my favorite favorite scene is when Jack and Rose are running through the ship right after the drawing scene. Um because it's really funny and they're just running around and they're so in love and they're being chased by um one of like the butlers who's trying to get them in trouble and it really lightens the mood of the movie cuz there's like fun music playing in the background so it lightens the mood of the movie right before the tragic parts um the second scene that i like is well it's kind of a bunch of scenes it's sinking of the ship and the reason i like that is because the way that it was captured was fantastic. It was so realistic and I've seen this movie like a gazillion times and every time I watch it I'm just so shocked. Like I feel like I'm on the ship and I feel like I'm sinking and it's the perfect mix of chaos and emotion and it's it's captured very spectacularly. And then the third scene that I like is um when Rose and Jack are standing at like the front of the ship or the back of the ship one part of the ship and they're looking out over the sunset and the romantic song is playing and she's like I'm flying Jack and then they kiss and it's all romantic and I I really like that scene as well because it's just it's so adorable so your favorite character and why um my favorite character gosh I can't pick between Jack and Kate because they're both the main characters and they're both so awesome So I'd say both of them but probably Jack just because he is so noble like he gives his life for Rose as I said Kate Rose um it's played by Kate Winslet so um he gives his life for Rose and he's so noble and he's so he's such Leonardo DiCaprio is I mean a very attractive person but he's so so talented and he plays this part so so well and every time he dies i just cry like it's so sad so i think he's my favorite character so what's significant about the necklace um okay so rose's fiance i can't even remember his name because i hated him so much cuz he's so evil he gives her this necklace that is very very valuable and it's sort of almost like the symbolism of the necklace it's almost sort of like a burden for her because it's it looks like this beautiful beautiful necklace but it's almost like a collar for her to just be like totally not have a say in her life and she has to marry this man and the beginning of the movie um it actually shows real footage of the Titanic and its people going into the wreckage in um modern day times trying to find the heart of the sea which is that necklace yeah it's it's awesome. And the necklace is really pretty too. Would you change anything about this movie? I I mean I would if I could change something about this movie, I would make Jack live and they would live together happily ever after, but then it wouldn't be so tragic and it wouldn't be so amazing. 
So personally, I think I would leave this movie the way it is. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing Finding Nemo in 3D, and right now we are reviewing the Titanic, and the lovely Morgan is interviewing me, so I'll let you continue. Do you think it's a believable story or not such of a believable story? I think it is very believable um, because it, it is based on a very true event, and the way everything was portrayed was very, very factual. I'm such, like, a geek when it comes to the history of the Titanic. Like, I've seen every documentary and read every book about the Titanic possible. Um, and I actually touched a piece of the Titanic. I went to um, the Titanic exhibit when it came through, and I touched a piece of the Titanic. And I have a bracelet that has um, coal flakes that were found, like, in the wreckage of the Titanic. So I'm, like, obsessed. It's really cool. It's so it's cool. amazing. It is. So I think the movie is very believable. Do I believe that there were a Jack and a Rose? No, I don't. But I'm sure there were some lovers there that were separated and it was tragic. So it is very believable. So what is the age range that you would give this? Um, I would personally recommend it for all ages. There are some situations that are a little bit inappropriate because, you know, there's, like, some nudity during the drawing scene, but it's not too bad. And also, like, I watched this movie first when I was seven, and I, I, it wasn't inappropriate for me, and my eight-year-old brother watched it a couple nights ago, and he was fine. So I'd say all ages, but it is very sad, and you probably will cry. So just be careful of that. And you can get a history lesson, too. Absolutely, you can get a history lesson, a fictional history lesson that is factual and fictional. It's awesome. So how many stars would you give this? Um, a gazillion stars, for sure. <laughs> I would give it as many stars possible because I think it's such an amazing movie. And if you have not seen this movie, what is wrong with you? Go see this movie. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, I'll go and see it. I yes. haven't seen it yet, so. You have to see this movie. It's so good. It's it's very sad, though, so be careful. Don't cry. You might cry. I just cry at a lot of movies, but it's really good. Oh, bring tissues. Bring tissues if you cry. Yes, for sure. So you thought that the cinematography was fantastic? I absolutely think the cinematography is fantastic, okay, especially well. because this film isn't new, you know, it's, it's, um, and I mean, it's not like super old, but it's definitely not like a, a current movie. And the cinematography is like totally up to par with the movies now. It's very clear and it's very crisp. And the special effects during the sinking of the ship, like, honestly, when I first saw it when I was seven, I was like, Mom, how did they get a, sh like, how did they sink a ship like that? Like, wouldn't, how, wouldn't that be so hard? And my mom's like, honey, that's like made by the computer. So, I mean, it was very believable. I bet, because if, you, who can possibly shink, shrink a ship? Sink a ship, sink. yeah. That would that oh, would be so a what? challenge. That would be the challenge of making a movie if they did that. Yes. Oh yeah, and they were the same kind that made the Avatar movie, and that was amazing. Yes, which I think is 
awesome because like honestly the avatar movie and this movie are probably i've cried in both of them i've watched both of them like a gazillion times and everything about it is fantastic another thing that i wanted to add about the cinematography is when towards the end of the movie when rose is in the bottom of the ship searching for jack um the way they did the water was so awesome because it looked like she was freezing but it was actually just like room temperature water so i think that's so cool so, Morgan, thank you so much for interviewing me. You did a fantastic job. And, guys, the DVD and Blu-ray combo pack of the Titanic is in stores now. So go and get it right away and get one for your grandma and your mom and your friends and everyone and watch it a thousand times because it is the best movie in the entire world. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney reporting for Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And again, we have Morgan with us today, and this is the fourth consecutive segment that she has been accompanying me, which is fantastic. So, we are going to be talking about Finding Nemo in 3D. That's so exciting. So, Morgan, why don't you tell us a little bit about this movie? This movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like about a silly clownfish, and he loses his wife and kids. When he gets out, because he actually was like, he loses all his kids, and he's left with one son. He names him Nemo, and the loss making makes him really scared and worried about everything, and he's like, he clutches way too tightly on his only son, Nemo, and then, like, he goes out and sets out into the ocean so he can prove to his father that he can do anything. Mm -hmm. And actually, what happens is he gets kept, disobeys his father, and Nemo gets kidnapped by anything but a dentist, but he really is disguising himself as a scuba scuba diver. Mm -hmm. And then he lives in Australia, and he takes Nemo from his home in the ocean to a fish tank. And his father meets many different sea creatures on the search for him, but then um, Nemo teaches us about friendship and... Life in a fish tank. There are yes. characters. And he has to leave and escape before the evil Darla, because she is known for a fish killer, that any fish her uncle gives her is for pets. She kills, and that's why we should call her fish killer. Yes, Darla scares me so much. I remember watching this movie like when it very first came out. And I was like, no, Darla, don't you touch my fish. So I love this movie. What do you think of this movie? This was fantastic. And I adored Dora because she had a kind heart and she wanted to be friends with everyone. And she kept on trying no matter what. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With friends with everyone, big or small. You know, my she was really nice and... She was funny, and she kept on getting Nemo's name wrong. I know, he'd be like, Elmo, or like, Eskimo. So funny. She just kept, like, (laughs) messing up, and he was like, it's Nemo, and she's like, that's right, Fabrizio, or something. It was just funny. I I love this movie so much. I haven't seen it in um, 3D, but I'm going to. Me and my friend were like, oh my gosh, we have to go see that movie, because I watched this movie like, so much when I was growing up. Um, This movie and, like, Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story were, like, my childhood, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen this movie a ton, and I agree with you. Dory is my favorite character, and I love how she sings all the time. Like, when they're by the sharks or, like, that um, that piranha thing, um, she's like, no eating here tonight. No, no, no. And she just, like, sings all the time, and it's so awesome because... She's just, like, so innocent and so clueless, and she's fantastic. And then I also think, who's that one fish that's in the fish tank that always talks to her reflection? And she's, like, she's evil or something. She's so funny. There's one fish in the fish tank that always, like, talks to her reflection, and it's so great. So do you think you have a favorite scene? 
Oh, wow. My favorite scene was the great jelly escape through the jellyfish jungle. And I liked it when Dorothy was, she was like, Dora, she was like, I love you. I'm going to call you my little squishy. And she came on squishy and then she was like, ow, you stuffed me. That's squishy. That's squishy. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Squishy. I'm not going to be mad at you. And then she chases after them. And then um, I, I think it's, I think my favorite scene is when um, they go and they're like in the, the tide with all of those turtles. And they're like, what's up, dude? And they're so funny because the turtles are like just so chill and it's awesome. And then like Dory makes friends with all of them. And I think it's really funny. And so, I also loved all the baby turtles. They were, like, so cute. And the 3D animation just made you want to jump in and swim along with them. And it made you just feel like you were just, like, swimming. And it was, like, and Dora, Dora sings one of these songs. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. I, I love that. That was hilarious. That's my favorite song. Me and my friends just sing that song randomly all the time. Like, we'll just be in class and we just start singing that song. And it's, like, so random. So talk to me a little bit more about the 3D because I was curious how the 3D was going to turn out um, considering that this wasn't a made-for-3D film. So how do you think it turned out? It was definitely made for 3D. That All the characters just bursting out. It was like something like you could just feel like you could just you were really in the ocean just jumping in and you could just uh, grab them and take them home with you because they were amazing and sometimes even in my dreams I just see them just coming out and I just see the whole entire movie with all 3D it's like amazing that's awesome that sounds really good I I think something that is very interesting it's how many remakes 3D remakes that they're making of older movies like they even did one of the Titanic and like the Lion King, and a whole bunch of movies. So I'm just oh, curious. Beauty and the Beast too. Yeah, I know, Beauty and the Beast too. And they, they've they been making so many remakes. And I'm curious as to see what they'll remake next. Because, I mean, I'm, I guarantee they'll just remake everything in 3D because there's they're making everything in 3D now, honestly. Like, everything's in 3D. And I don't really understand the point of remaking a movie except for the fact that, like, you get to advertise advertise tries it again they're remaking them in 3d because of the new generation Mm -hmm, absolutely because nowadays we see everything in 3d yeah we see everything in 3d and it's it's so cool and i also think it's cool i'm excited to go see it in theaters again um because you know we uh, i grew up watching this movie and now i get to go see it again in theaters and i just i don't feel so old because you were talking about Toy Story, um, be sure that everybody rides on time, especially you, because um, there's a pre-cartoon, and that it's another animation Toy Story thing. It's laugh-out-loud fun. I definitely think that you would not want to miss this, because this is hilarious and funny. And well, thanks for the tip. Yeah, I'll definitely get to the theater early. Rex? Rex? Oh, yeah. And... It's about T-Rex, and it's funny. It's just funny. And they have a party. They call them Party Source Rex. And it's so funny. And make sure you get your child good glasses, little kid glasses, but they're amazing because the ages are four and up. And the bright colors and various characters just will keep you untrained. And everyone loves the ocean. 
That's awesome. I, you know, I'm so excited that, um, that I, like I said, I get to go see it in theaters again. So do you think that parents would want to go see this movie as well? And do you think they'd enjoy it? Yes, definitely. Because everyone loves the ocean once again. Because there's no reason why mom and dad wouldn't like to see this. It's definitely not only a kid cartoon. And it moves fast. And it teaches your kids and you about more than the ocean that you can be able to imagine. More than you can be able to imagine. And something that I'm noticing now is, like, I've gone back um, through my old, like, DVDs and VCR tapes and stuff, and I've watched, like, a lot of the movies that I grew up with, and I realized that there's so much adult humor in all of, like, the movies, like, Pixar movies and Disney films. Um, There's so much adult humor that, like, I didn't even notice at all when I was younger, and my brother doesn't notice at all. So I think it's cool that they do that, just because, obviously, parents have to take their kids to movies, and so it gives the parents something to laugh at. Because I was was watching Aladdin the other day, and I was cracking up, and I was like, how did I not notice, like, all of these jokes when I was little? It was so funny. So how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? Five. Five, five, or This was my favorite movie. That's awesome. It sounds like you really, really enjoyed it. So, if you had to be one character, who would you be and why? Dora. Mm-hmm. Dora because she's so funny, and I I love to be friends with everybody. And there's really connection here. There's really connection with her and me. Absolutely. I could see you as her. The only thing is, you have a really good memory. You don't forget everything. So that would be the only difference. But I could totally see you as just wanting to be friends with everyone. And who wouldn't want to be friends with you? You're such a, you're so adorable. And you're so smart. And I love the starfish. Yes, Peach. Peach the starfish or Peaches or something. He's so funny. She. Why do, why she. do you like him? She. She. Why do you like why do you like the starfish? She's a spy. She's like, when she was like just looking at this paper and she was like, he said, I can't hear it. I'm back in the little, little, just rattling off everything that's it. She's kind of like a spy that just looks through the window. Absolutely. And so, like we're saying, this movie is fantastic. So be sure to go check out Finding Nemo in 3D with all of your friends and your little siblings and your older siblings and everyone because it's fantastic. So, Morgan, thanks again for being with me. It was just us two today, and it was awesome. So I had a blast, and your kids and little ones would absolutely love this. Parents, take your kids, take everyone you know, just Go for it. Just go for it. Just And just keep swimming, guys. Remember that, to just keep swimming. All right. Thank you guys so much. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. And kids and parents, don't forget to check out the 2013 Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign. Also at that website, www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney, signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week.